0: And now, for
1: the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. Is this your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really
2: awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order, you know, credit trouble.
3: Pay more attention to your schoolwork and less to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. The Whistler.
1: <whistles> the state will self-destruct in five seconds.
4: Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the astonishing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Jack Benny welcomes his guest Frankie Fontaine to the Jack Benny program from 1950. But it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Lisa will play clips from popular songs uh, that are written or sung by Kelly Clarkson. And provide a statement about a, each song. And my job is to guess if that statement is real or if it's ridiculous while you play along at home. Right, Lisa?
5: That sounds right, Carl. These are all Kelly Clarkson songs. We're honoring her. She's turning 41 this year, this month. And um, I'm going to play a clip from each song. And you'll let me know if the statement is real or ridiculous. I think I just said all that. And we have a running back going. So here's the first song. It's Stronger.
6: Baby, you don't know me because you're dead.
5: Doesn't kill you, makes you Are you familiar with it? Yes. Great. All right, here's your statement. Okay. Kelly Clarkson saying this in a 2012 commercial for Nissan Sentra. Real or ridiculous?
4: That's real.
5: All right, let's play it.
4: Entune mobile technology. Stay seamlessly connected to your smartphone and a lot more. Available on the reinvented 2012 Toyota Camry. It's Sorry, ready. it was for
5: Toyota Camry, not Nissan Sentra.
4: You are so tricky. <laughs> so you're right, starting so, off strong. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next song. <laughs> Hang on a second.
5: <laughs> you sounded so short. This is Breakaway. You know it?
4: Uh, I think so. away. Here
5: it is. Ready? So this was released in 2004 by Kelly Clarkson. Here's your statement. When Stefani originally wrote Breakaway for her album Let Go, released in 2002, but gave the song to Kelly Clarkson.
4: That's real.
5: All right, let's listen grew up in a small town And when the snow This is Avril Lavigne Oh man, Not Gwen Stefani no. Avril Lavigne wrote this song I like Gwen, but this is Avril Sounds
0: different so I got that
5: one wrong You got it wrong So far, so good for me though
0: <laughs>
4: Alright Alright
5: Next one Let's go to the next song because of you this is my favorite
4: one that she sings and it's kind of slow
5: it is kind of slow for you it's a great song did you ever listen to the words of this song it's great yeah so this was recorded by kelly for her album breakaway in 2004 okay kelly clarkson wrote because of you after coping with emotional distress caused by her father's alcoholism real or ridiculous sounds
4: real but i'm gonna say ridiculous
5: okay it's ridiculous oh, yes um it's about her um yes. coping with her parents divorce oh yes you right <laughs> you got one wow you got one
4: i mean man wow i'm trying to save up enough money to fix the bottom of my uh my, uh, your
5: Chevy Nova. My
4: Chevy Nova. Well, you might so.
5: might take you well. How much is it? Cost? Did you get an estimate on it? Yeah,
4: they're saying it's like going to be about a thousand dollars. I'll
5: give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you can just pay me back at your really? leisure. Oh,
4: no interest that's so necessary. Nice. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even Lisa. charge
5: you interest.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll pay for I'm it. I'm so Carl. sick of seeing the the, the street as you I'm driving. You know what? You
5: drive me here each week. I will pay for it. Oh wow. So you can wow, think Wow, that. that's
4: nice. Again. I know. Thank you. Nice. I'll take you up on that.
5: Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not worried. Uh, All right. Here's the last one. Just pitch
4: in, like, pitch in like $4.99.
5: Whatever you want.
4: Like 499
5: dollars <laughs> Then I'll do five. And then I'll, <laughs> How about that? I'll do the other dollar. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's hear the
4: last song. It's a good tune. She's got a lot of good songs. Oh, she does. She can belt it out, Oh, she's
5: fantastic. I love Kelly. Wow. This is My Life Would Suck Without You from her album, All I Ever Wanted, 2009.
4: Yeah? What's the statement?
5: I'm getting to it. (laughs) Okay. Here's the statement. In The Office episode, The Ultimatum, Michael plays this song when he learns
4: Holly didn't get engaged. I'm going to say that's real. Let's play the clip. Okay, calm down, Can't breathe. am right. Is it real? It's, it's real. This ah, is a right. clip. There second. it is. Are you listening to music? What? Shut that off. <laughs> I'm not uh, listening to music. Fine, just go crazy for a little while. <laughs> 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 you good good office oh, is, is definitely in my top three. Oh, top what three. a great
5: show so you did pretty well carl you got yeah. two out of four 50 50. <laughs> for you I that's great really badly right
4: oh man all right thanks all right Lisa thanks Wold.
5: carl that was pretty great appreciate it all right
4: <laughs> when we come back we're going to tune into the jack benny program don't miss it stick around more hollywood
1: 360 after these important messages
4: and now back to hollywood 360 with carl amari that was me on memorex there, telling you about the classic radio club we hope you will join it you'll get uh, five cds in a collector case sent to you about every 30 days a new five cd set with a 12-page booklet and it's a lot of fun to be part of the club. You get tons and tons of uh, great stuff. Go to Classic Radio Club. It's a club that we all started here maybe five years ago now. ClassicRadioClub.com. And if you want to uh, order online or join online, you can do that. Or call our operators and talk to a live operator. They can answer any questions for you as well. 815 900 that's 815-900-7535. The Classic Radio Club. All right, Jack Benny. That's uh, one of the shows we uh, we put in the club um, quite often. Maybe every third or fourth uh, collection, we put a Jack Benny program in there. We always try to put the tried-and-true favorites like Suspense and The Shadow Jack Benny and Gunsmoke, you know, we have those in there, we rotate those, and then we always have like a rare show in there as well, so you get a lot of variety. But Jack Benny is one of the best. He was uh, certainly the most beloved American entertainer of the 20th century. I mean, I got to believe he was. He was born in Chicago, grew up in Waukegan, Illinois, and uh, he started in vaudeville playing a violin which became a prop for him he was actually a, a tremendously uh gifted violin player but he uh, he really used it as a prop in his in his uh vaudeville and on tv and in his uh, movies and radio he was on the radio a long long time 1932 until 1955 where he played a fictional version of himself he was Jack Benny, the radio, film, and TV star, and the plots revolved around Benny's persona of a cheap, vain, insecure, and untalented braggart that was never older than 39 years of age. But we all know that that was all just for fun. He was really a a very, very generous person. His wife, in real life, Mary Livingston, was on all the shows with him, pretty much all the shows, and then he had a... A coterie of 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 uh, rotating, um, you know, stars with him like Phil Harris and Eddie Rochester, Anderson, Dennis Day, Don Wilson was an announcer, was his announcer for many 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 years. He went to television in 1950 for 15 years. One of the greatest of all time, Jack Benny. This is uh, the Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny. We have removed the Lucky Strike commercials because, well, we don't want you to smoke. On this particular episode, Jack has his house painted and he welcomes special guest Frankie Fontaine. Here's part 1 now of the Jack Benny program.
1: The Jack Benny program. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day and yours truly Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, spring is here. And last night, as a romantic moon smiled down on Beverly Hills, our little star was sitting alone in his den by an open window.
7: (laughs) Ah, look at that moon. Smell those orange blossoms. Now I know what they mean when they say... In the spring, a young man's fancy Lightly turns to thoughts of love Gosh, most of my friends are married And I'm... Hello?
8: Hello, Jack, this is Mary
7: Oh, Mary! Mary, how are you, Mary?
8: Well, I'm fine, Jack, and I... Well, well, I... Jack, I hope I didn't disturb you
7: No, no, Mary, I'm just sitting here in the den thinking
8: Well, that's funny, I've been... Well, I've been thinking, too
7: That's funny That's what I've been doing Thank you.
8: Well, look, Jack. Well, uh, well, we've known each other for a long time, and, well, it's spring, and, uh, Yes, yes,
7: yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
8: Well, I know it isn't my place to say it, but, uh, What's the
7: difference which one of us says it? It's spring.
8: All right. All right, I'll say it. Jack. Yes? Why don't you get your house painted?
0: LAUGHTER
1: Hmm, that's what happened last night, and this morning.
7: I'll get it, Rochester.
8: Good morning, Jack.
7: Mary, what are you doing here so early? And who's this man with you?
8: He's the painter.
7: The painter? But Mary, I didn't have a chance to think it over. After all... Mr.
8: Hawkins, this is Jack Benny. Hi, Rube.
3: What? Uh, I've certainly heard a lot about you Shake Hmm Sorry, forgot I was holding a wet paintbrush
7: Mary
8: I took him off another job to come here
7: Why'd you have to bring him so early? I haven't even had my breakfast yet All
3: right ahead, I won't disturb it all I'll just come right in and
7: Ouch, my foot
3: Oops, dropped my ladder
7: well, don't just stand there Pick it up
3: Okie dokie Hold this
7: Give it to me by the handle <laughs> Heaven's sake
0: Oh boss Your coffee's getting cold
7: Okay Rochester Say Dow, Would you like to have breakfast with me?
3: Don't mind if I do I'm talking
7: to Miss Livingston Mary, would you like breakfast?
3: I wouldn't mind some coffee While you're having your breakfast, I'll go through the room and then give you an estimate Good, good My, what a lovely piano
7: Not with a paintbrush (laughs) Mary, what kind of... Jack,
8: it was an accident Come on in the kitchen, have your breakfast
7: Okay, okay Rochester, uh, put an extra cup on the table.
2: Oh, hello, Miss Livingston. Good
8: morning, Rochester. Hi,
1: just in time. I made a nice batch of pancakes.
8: Well, I was only going to have a cup of coffee, but since you have pancakes, I... Rochester, what's that thing you just put on the plate?
2: A hypodermic needle.
8: A hypodermic needle? What's in it?
2: Syrup. (laughs) Syrup.
0: In this house, we don't pour it on with careless hands. We inject it. <laughs> now,
7: stop making things up. Mary, this thing that looks like a hypodermic needle is really a cake decorator and is filled with whipped cream. You know, it comes in handy when you want to write happy birthday or merry Christmas.
8: Well, what's it doing on the breakfast table?
1: Mr. Billy not only wants his pancake size of a dollar, but I got to write e pluribus
0: unum on every one of them. <laughs>
7: Rochester. Putting
0: the feathers on the eagle is murder.
7: <laughs> Rochester, be quiet.
8: You know, Jack, the way Rochester's got those pancakes fixed up, they do look like dollars.
7: Yeah. Say, Mary, <laughs> you want to hear something funny? What? Yesterday when I was shopping, I thought I'd have a little fun, so I tried to pass one of them at the meat market.
8: <laughs> and what happened?
7: Well, the butcher bit it to see if it was good. it was good, so he ate it. LAUGHTER Now, come on, let's go... Hey,
3: Rube! (laughs) Huh? I looked at both your upstairs bedrooms, and they look nice and green.
7: Oh. Have you seen the bathroom?
3: No, I haven't been outside yet.
7: (laughs) Outside?
3: Oh, I forgot I was in the city.
7: Well, go upstairs and look at it.
3: Okay, Rube, see you later.
7: Wish you wouldn't keep calling me Rube all the time. (laughs) Mary, Mary, how in the world can you bring a strange painter you know nothing about and expect oh, me... Oh, wait
8: a minute, Jack. Mr. Hawkins isn't a stranger. He's an old friend of my family. It was on account of him that my sister Babe broke her leg.
0: You
7: mean he broke... Oh, it
8: wasn't his fault. Papa hired him to do some painting. Uh-huh. And when Mr. Hawkins put the ladder up against the house, yeah. Babe thought it was an elopement and stepped out the window.
0: LAUGHTER
7: no.
8: Yeah. <laughs> she landed with her head in a bucket of paint, and for two years she was known as the girl with the green hair.
7: <laughs> Mary, while you were off last week, did you write that routine? <laughs> you know, if you did, it's the last time that you Shh. come in.
8: Oh, it's Don in the Sportsman Quartet. Hello, boys.
1: Hmm. Hiya, Don. How are you? Oh, all right, all right, I guess.
7: Don.
0: <laughs>
1: Don, what's the matter? No,
7: I'd rather not talk about it. Now, wait a minute, Don. I know something's bothering you.
1: Now, what is it? Well, I... Come on, Don. What is it? Well, Jack, a terrible thing happened to me this morning. I stepped on the bathroom scale and I weighed 186 pounds.
0: Well,
8: <laughs> Well, Don, that should have made you happy. That's 90 pounds less than you ever weighed.
1: Oh, I was happy. I was thrilled. But then I discovered something. Oh, your bathroom scale was wrong? No, my stomach was resting on the wash basin. Did you come over here just to tell me that joke? <laughs> well, yes, Jack. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> oh, you did,
9: eh?
7: Well, Don, there's an old Chinese proverb that says announcer who make joke about stomach and basin soon washed up. <laughs> Another joke like that, and I'll be washed up. <laughs> My writers own an oil well. I can't do anything with it. <laughs>
3: What? <laughs> hey, Rube!
7: <laughs> just a minute. What is it, Mr. Hawkins?
3: Just looked in the kitchen, and to paint the walls and the ceiling will come to $12. But I'll only charge you 10 Why? I ate two pancakes. <laughs>
7: Good. Well, we've got to be running along now. Okay, Don. See you later. You know, Mary, I was just thinking of something. I hope this fellow doesn't charge me too much for painting the house. I mean, I don't want to go to a lot Oh,
8: of... for heaven's sake, Jack. You only have your house painted every five or six years. Why be so cheap?
7: Cheap? Mary, I'm not cheap, and I resent your saying that. What? You may not know it, but last week a fellow stopped me on the street, asked me for a dime for a cup of coffee, and I gave him 50 cents. <laughs> There they go again. (laughs)
8: Uh, what was that?
7: I'll explain it to you later. Every time I... Oh,
8: I'll get it. Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello, Mary.
7: Uh, Hi, kid. Hello, Mr. Benny. Can I use your phone? The phone? Sure, kid, sure. Go ahead.
3: Hello? Now, listen, you. I've warned you before, and this is the last time... This town ain't big enough for both of us, see? I'm giving you 24 hours to get out, or you'll wind up at the bottom of the river in a barrel of cement. So get out of town, punk, and stay out.
4: (laughs) Dennis Day right there. Uh, Dennis was uh, Jack Benny's crooner for many, many, many years. He actually had his own radio show as well, the Dennis Day Show, for many years. So he had two shows each week, and... You would often uh, joke with Jack Benny about having two shows. We're listening to the Jack Benny program from April 16th, 1950. And uh, Jack is thinking about having his house painted. And in a little bit, he'll welcome guest Frank Fontaine to the show. The Jack Benny program. Gotta love it. Mary Livingston on this show as well. And he uh, he had the same writers for, like, I don't know, 15 or 20 years Milt Josephberg, Sam Perrin, Hilliard Marks, John Tackaberry, George Balzer. Those were his uh, writers that he, he had, and he was very, very, very loyal to them. All right, more of Jack Benny after this.
0: i
1: And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari.
4: With a 65-year legacy of delivering the most insightful political commentary in America, National Review is the obvious choice for discerning conservatives who want to go beyond the headlines. From the latest news in Washington and the upcoming Republican primary race to the political, cultural, and economic trends impacting everyday Americans, Their hard-hitting analysis is a must-add to your daily reading diet. We love National Review and are excited to have them as a partner because their writers and editors really do dive deeper into these stories than you'll find anywhere else. No talking heads, no clickbait, and none of the sensational coverage you see everywhere else. Hollywood 360 listeners can start reading today with a special 60% discount on any subscription option. You should try out their digital membership, NR Plus, which includes unlimited access to all their premium content, plus a world of membership perks like monthly calls with movement leaders and commenting privileges on the website. Just go to nationalreview.com/hollywood to take advantage of this limited-time offer. That's nationalreview.com/hollywood save 60%. All right, we're listening to the Jack Benny program. My favorite, I would say my favorite comedy show of all time, Jack Benny. And uh, this is a broadcast from April 16th, 1950. Jack Benny and all his gang, here's the conclusion.
7: (laughs) Dennis. Dennis, who are you talking to?
3: Humphrey Bogart. I drive nuts.
0: (laughs)
8: Why do you keep calling Humphrey Bogart and telling him to get out of town?
6: I'm in love with Lauren
8: Bacall.
0: (laughs)
7: Dennis, I don't care who you're in love with. Don't you ever do that again. Bogart may trace the call and find out it came from here, and he'd come over and punch me in the nose.
3: What's the matter, you chicken?
7: (laughs) Chicken? Dennis? Dennis?
3: What's come
6: over you lately? I don't know, but if it changes my voice, I'll lose two shows.
0: (laughs)
7: Kid, you came over here to use my phone. You used it. I'm too busy to listen to your silly talk. So why don't you go home?
3: Well, don't you want to hear the song I'm going to do on the program first?
7: Well, all right. Let me hear it. But as soon as you do the song, hmm, there's someone at the back door. Oh, Rochester, Rochester. Oh well, I'll answer it myself. The flowers that bloom in the spring, tra la. The flowers that bloom in the spring, tra la 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 la.
2: Yes. Excuse me, mister. Could you help a feller out? What? I ain't had nothing to eat since yesterday. Say, wait a minute.
7: You look familiar to me. Huh? Didn't you stop me last week on Vine Street?
2: Say, that's right. I asked you for a dime for a cup of coffee and you give me half a buck.
7: I thought I saw your face before. Well, look... I'll arrange to give you, get you something to eat, but first I'd like to ask you a question, Mr. Uh, m-
2: Savoni. John sees Savoni.
0: <laughs> well, Mr.
7: Savoni, this question sounds silly, but did you buy a sweepstakes? Did you?
0: <laughs>
7: did you? Did you buy a sweepstakes ticket with the money I gave you?
2: Oh no. That would be spending the dough foolishly
7: Oh Well, what did you do with the money?
2: I bought a guide to the movie star's home
7: <laughs> you, you were so broke that you had to beg for money and you, and you spent it to buy a guide to the movie star's home?
2: Well, I tell you how it happened anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> I was hanging around the park and I wasn't doing nothing I'll just hang around, I didn't feel like doing anything. <laughs> I said to myself, what are you doing, John? I always call myself John.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I never call myself Mr. Savoni. Oh. That's my father's name. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I ain't doing nothing. And I wasn't. I was just hanging around a park and
0: listening to Well, I
2: started feeding some of the penis to the pigeons. I don't know why I shared my penis with the pigeons. They never shared nothing with me. After a while, a fellow comes along. He says, Hey, you. I says, who? He says, you. I says, me? He says, yeah. (laughs) Ooh, he made me so nervous. I
0: said,
2: uh, I said, uh, what do you want? He says, do you want to buy a guide to the movie star's home? And I wasn't doing nothing, so I bought it. (laughs) So
7: that's what you've been doing all day, walking around looking at the movie star's home?
2: Yeah. And I already saw Gregory Peck, Raymond Land, and Lina Turner. Lina gave me her autograph. She did? Yeah. And while she was signing her name, she smiled at me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it made me so nervous. <laughs> 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 well, you... Well, you
2: just you just wait here, Mr. Silvone, and I'll have a man fix you something to eat. Thank you, but don't make nothing fancy. Yeah? I'm in a hurry. i got to get over to Bob Hope's house by 5 o'clock.
7: Oh, are you going to get a meal from Mr. Hope?
2: No, I'm one of his writers.
7: <laughs> well, look, you just wait here, and I'll have some food brought to you.
2: Wait a minute, it's four o'clock. Can I have a cocktail first?
7: (laughs) No, no, my bar doesn't open till six.
0: (laughs) All right, Chester.
7: Yes, boss. There's a hungry man out in the back. Will you go in the kitchen and fix him something to eat? Yes, sir. You know, Mary, that's an amazing coincidence. It's the same man who asked me for a dime last week and I gave him 50 cents. (laughs) Rochester, what fell? The pots and pans were all out of dishes. (laughs) Come on, Dennis, let's hear the song you're gonna do.
0: Okay.
6: You're spice, you're everything nice And your are daddy's little
0: girl
6: You're the treasure I can
7: That's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. I have to hand it to you, kid. You really have a wonderful voice. Gee, thanks. And if you want me to, I'll phone Lauren Bacall and tell her.
3: If a man answers, tell him to get out of town. <laughs> oh,
7: stop, will you? Dennis, when I say nice things to you, I wish that you'd... Shh. Come in. Well, Butch and Joey. Come on in, fellas.
8: Hello, Mr. Benny.
7: Mary, Dennis, you know Butch and Joey of the Beverly Hills Beavers.
8: Oh, sure. Hello, boy. Hello. Hello.
7: What are you fellas doing here today? There's no meeting, is there?
8: Oh, no, we just want to remind you we're having baseball practice tomorrow afternoon.
7: Oh, yes, yes, I almost forgot.
8: Have you boys got a baseball team? Uh-huh, and Mr. Benny is our pitcher. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Benny pitches for you? Sure, if he was good enough for the New York Yankees, he's good enough for us. <laughs> Jack, Jack, did you tell me? Quiet, Mary.
7: By the way, boys, have you been practicing for the show you're going to do next week?
8: Uh-huh. What's this about a show?
7: Oh, I thought I told you, Mary. It's the cutest thing. Next week, they're giving a play in the school auditorium to raise money to pay for their baseball uniforms.
8: Well, that's nice. What play are you going to do? Tom Sawyer or Robin Hood or... No, we want to do something different, so we're going to put on one of Mr. Benny's radio programs. Really?
7: Yes, Mary, and each one of the kids is going to play the part of a member of my cast.
8: Say, that should be cute. Who's going to play the part of Mr. Benny? I am, Miss Livingston. I was selected because my egg, my eyes are Robin's egg blue.
7: You almost needed an oil well (laughs) (laughs) Not not quite as blue as mine, but they'll do, you know
8: And we got a girl to play your part, Miss Livingston She's seven years old (laughs) Seven years old? Is she pretty? Uh-huh, and she'll be even prettier when her front teeth come in.
7: <laughs> Isn't that cute, Mary?
8: And Miss Livingston, we even got someone to play the part of your sister. Say, they're really doing everybody. Who's playing the part of my sister, babe? My brother, Herman. <laughs>
7: I helped them cast that part, you know?
8: <laughs> uh, Say, Joey, have you got kids to play Phil Harris and Dennis Day? Uh-huh, and we got a real butterball for Don Wilson. <laughs> Yeah, you ought to see the belly on them.
7: <laughs> well, fellow Beavers, we'll all be at the show next week And we want to wish you a lot of luck
8: Well, thanks, Mr. Benny But well, we came over here to get some money
7: m money
8: Well, you're our treasurer
7: Oh, yes, yes
8: We need $9 to get the programs printed And $5 for the tickets
7: Oh, see, that's $14 <laughs> Well, wait here and I'll be back in a few minutes. I've got to go down to the vault to get the money. Excuse me, Mary. Ah, here we are. Darn it! I always forget about that barbed wire.
9: <laughs> Alt, who goes there? Friend or foe? Friend. What's the password?
7: R A G G M O P P
9: Ragna. <laughs> it's you, Mr. Benny. Yes, yes. How are you, Ed? Fine, fine. What's new on the outside world? Oh, nothing much, except that the country is thinking
7: of admitting Hawaii and Alaska as states.
9: My, how exciting. That'll make 37, won't it?
7: No, no, Ed, it'll be 50. Well, excuse me, I want to take some money out.
9: Money out?
7: Yes, and... I may be down again tomorrow. You know, I'm having my house painted.
9: Oh, is there a house up there now? Uh-huh.
7: Now, excuse me, Ed. I want to open the safe.
9: Shall I take another loyalty oath?
7: No. No, Ed. Senator McCarthy hasn't mentioned you yet. Now, let's see. What's the combination? Right to 45. Left to 160. 160. Back to 15, and left to 110. There. Now, let's see. I need $9 for the program. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. There, that takes care of the programs. Now, five for the tickets. I think I'll take it in silver. One, two, three, four. Oh, that's a pancake.
9: (laughs) Here's a dollar. There, that'll do. Mr. Benny, you dropped one of the bills. Oh, yes, yes, I'll pick it up. Look, you dropped another one. How come your hands are shaking like that? I don't know, Ed, but it seems that whenever I count money, it, it makes me so
0: nervous. <laughs>
9: <laughs> so long, Ed. Oh, my goodness, he took out $14 and went crazy. Good night, folks.
1: Be sure to hear Dennis Day on the day in the life of Dennis Day. Stay tuned for the Amos Randy Show, which follows immediately. And don't forget, Jack Benny is going to be with Edgar Bergen Show. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
4: All right, that is the Jack Benny program from... April 16th, 1950, Jack, all his gang. That's uh, Joseph Kearns there as the vault guard. He was always uh, Jack's uh, vault guard. And for a visual of him, he was um, Dennis the Menace's uh, neighbor, you know, uh, Mr. Wilson on the television series. And he was also the man in black on radio for many, many years. That's a Jack Benny program. Hope you enjoyed that. We're listening uh, to Hollywood 360 across the country, 200-plus radio stations. And if, you, um, if you're if you not on uh, listening to a station that carries the full five-hour show, do consider getting our podcast. We email the full five-hour show plus our Radio Rarities podcast to you each and every Monday. Those links never expire. You can share the links with your friends, so... If you order the podcast, you want to give it to your friends and family, just forward them the email. Go to hollywood360radio.com, hollywood360radio.com, and uh, subscribe to the podcast or call our number and talk to a live operator, 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Good old days. They're a magazine that has been a sponsor of our show for many many years, and I write an article each and every month in Good Old Days. The um, March April edition of Good Old Days is um, is out. It's on the newsstand. You can uh, you can get it if you subscribe. And I write an article in this issue about this is your FBI, the um, the great true crime series, and um, this magazine is is outstanding. It's the magazine that remembers the good old days, and that's why they call it Good Old Days. And uh, it is published six times a year. Each full-color issue, 8.5 by 11 issue, features dozens of nostalgic stories, vintage photos, home cooking recipes, original illustrations, quizzes, vintage advertisements, and much, much more. If you want to subscribe to Good Old Days, and we, we think you should, Go to our website, hollywood360radio.com, and scroll down to the Good Old Days banner. Click through to a special page that is set up for listeners of Hollywood 360. You ready for this? Two-year subscription, 12 issues, regularly $71.88 is yours because you're a Hollywood 360 listener for only $18. dollars Seventy-one eighty-eight normal, normally, but it's only $18 for you. That's a 75% savings. Plus, you'll receive a free gift. You should subscribe to Good Old Days. Go to our website, hollywood360radio.com, click the Good Old Days banner, and sign up. All right, it's time for Sarah's Backstage Pass.
10: Hi, Carl, and hello to all of our listeners out there. Tonight, I'm going to talk about the movie that's a box office hit. John Wick, Chapter 4. It's rated R. In continuing John Wick's search to defeat the high table, he finally finds a way to earn his freedom. Keanu Reeves and director Chad Stalinski reunite again for all to see this widely popular action star.
1: Saying goodbyes. Saying hello. You think your wife can hear you? No. No, I bother. Maybe I'm wrong. You're going to die.
2: Maybe not.
10: You'll see the desert in Morocco, the neon lights of Tokyo, and the beautiful sights of Paris.
0: A new day is dawning. New ideas, new rules, new management.
10: We've known each other since we were married. With a runtime of nearly three hours, you'll see John Wick falling from backbreaking heights, especially stairs, being tossed about by fast-moving vehicles. Meanwhile, he's punching, kicking, stabbing, and shooting his way through all of the armed assailants. The bottom line? Oh, three and a half stars out of four. I've seen all of the John Wick movies since 2014, and I enjoyed this one the best. The script is more developed, as are the characters. Wick is perfect in his role. And I really hope there's going to be another film. Thanks so much for listening in tonight. I'm Sarah Knight-Adamson, your national film and TV critic for Sarah's Backstage Pats. Check out John Wick Chapter 4, Playing in Theaters Now.
4: Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, Jack Moyle stars as Rocky Fortune in another adventure from the gateway of antiquity, Cairo. You're going to love that. We're also going to start things off with another Calling All Detectives, about nine-minute episode. You're going to love it. Stick around.